It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Sound Heart Radio. One writer has stated that if God is dead, then everything is permissible. And we see the unfolding reality of that statement on a daily basis. Uh, Here in the state where I live, a new law has been enacted that if an individual walks into a store, he or she can't take anything he or she desires up to a certain price point. And so we have control anarchy at work. And it's interesting that the authorities want this to transpire. I also have another book, a book that I just picked up called Automating Inequality. And the subtitle is How High Tech Tools Profile, Police, and Punish the Poor. The writer is Virginia Eubanks. And so It's uh, in her theme, well, she states that, uh, uh, well, she systematically investigates the impact of data mining, policy algorithms, and predictive risk models on poor and working class people in America. America. So I want you to see why it is so important that the people of God appreciate his word and remain committed to his word and that the people of God not be distracted by what people say, but focus only on what the word of God has to teach us. Now, the book of Revelation is the last book of the New Testament canon. And God tells us in the book of Revelation what uh, what the end times are to be. He also, and so the companion book to the Revelation is, of course, the book of Daniel, and also Ezekiel and <clears throat> the other 8th century prophets uh, and some 7th century prophets. And so I, I just want you to have an understanding as to what is going to happen at the end of this age. Now, the Bible tells us, Paul writes that he uh, who lets uh, will let until he is removed out of the way, and then the man that man of sin will be revealed. Uh, Paul, we believe, uh, is speaking about the restraining ministry of the Holy Spirit, the restraining power of the Holy Spirit over this age, uh, until it is time for the Holy Spirit to remove this restraining, this restraining power, and then God is going to let 
mankind, uh, God is going to show what mankind is really like, what the heart of man is really like. Uh, it uh, is very interesting uh, that uh, many people of God do not re- uh, believe God's word. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, we read uh, in verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. Note the language, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of inequity doth already work. That is, literally it reads, the secret purpose of lawlessness. The secret purpose of lawlessness. For the uh, verse seven, for the mystery of inequity or the secret purpose of lawlessness doth already work. Resident indicative middle. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Now this is uh, old English, and so this word "let" means to uh, letteth means to restrain or to hold back. And now, uh, verse eight states, and then. Shall that wicked one, it should literally literally uh, read the wicked one, be revealed? Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness, I love this, the effulgence, the outshowing uh, of his, uh, the, outbright, uh, uh, the fullness of God, the outshining of his glorious brightness. Uh, the, with the brightness of his coming, even who, uh, him whose coming is after the working of Satan, note verse 9, with all power and signs and lying wonders. That is, and and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe not a lie. There's no indefinite article in New Testament Greek. It is the the definite article only, that they should believe the lie, that they all might be damned. Old English, who believeth not the truth, but had pleasure uh, in unrighteousness. So this is a language in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Please uh, take time to read that. Now, when we turn to the Revelation, I want to show you, I'm going to uh, talk about the seal judgments very uh, briefly in chapter 5, Revelation. John talks about uh, the seven-sealed book and that no one was uh, worthy to open this book. In verse 5 of Revelation 5, uh, we read, uh, one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. This is the beginning of judgment. The Greek word is crisis. 
and I love the Greek, uh, the Greek language. Uh, there's nothing passive about the judgment of God. In the Bible, judgment is, already, is always a very active affair or unfolding of the divine will. It is never passive. It is never benign. However, Western theology would like us to believe that it is benign. The judgment of God is never benign or passive. Never. At least not in the scriptures. And so, uh, and then we go on in verse 6, And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne of the, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, stood the lamb, literally, as it had been slain. Note the way John uh, writes about the look of the lamb, having, having seven horns. Horns are indicative of power in Scripture. They're symbolic of power. And seven horns represents the plenitude or the completion of power. He has complete power. He is the resurrected Lamb of God that was slain for the sins of the world. And seven eyes. The eyes indicate uh, complete omniscience, the complete awareness. Nothing can be hid from the omniscience or the all-knowing God. It is delusion that makes us believe that we can hide anything from God or, or the God does not know, the Almighty does not see. So, and then he goes on, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And so verse 90 sung a new song. And then we, when we get to chapter 6, uh, the seven seals are open. And who reigns over the collapse of human history is none other than the person of Jesus Christ. He reigns over, he oversees the collapse of arrogant, selfish human history. The, and so in chapter 6, you're going to see the supernatural uh, collapse of, of human history. And I want you to notice something very carefully. Verse Chapter 6, verse 1. And I saw the Lamb open one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts uh, saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering, or to subdue and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, or, or literally a flame-colored red horse. Flame-colored red. And power was given to him that that thereon to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. And so please know, beloved, that peace is the gift of God. And God is going to sovereignly take away peace. He's going to sovereignly take away the restraining ministry of the spirit. And what do we see in the second seal? We see blood, homicide, irrational and psychotic, murderous behavior 
on the part of those who know not God. Now, this is what the scripture teaches. This is hard teaching. This is solid meat, solid doctrine. This is not milk for babes. And so since we know that this is, and notice the language, and him that set thereon to take peace from the earth, the things that you and I enjoy, the peace, the sense of well-being, the times that we can spend with our family and loved ones, and going to church, going to work, and being with family, that is, that is God's gift. And we should be thankful for the goodness of God and what he provides for us. He should be praised for this. But notice what God is going to do. He, uh, he's going to allow this one on his flame-colored red horse to remove what? Peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. Literally, the language is butcher. In the Greek, butcher one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. Makaria is the word for sword in the Greek. So I want you to know how this age is going to end and time to get back to the word, to the solid teaching of the word. It's time for us to really ponder what God is saying to us and to get ready. We need to have our lights shining. We need to be focused on who God is and the great work that he has done in our lives. God has not, not, uh, we are not under the wrath of God. God has given us what? We've we will obtain salvation through Christ Jesus. This is a picture of the unsaved world, of unsaved humanity. And God is going to allow what is going on in their hearts to have its full manifestation. They did not want God. And so read Romans 1. They rejected God first. And then what did God do? God rejects those who reject him. Humans can reject, but God can sovereignly reject. Beloved, please read 1 Corinthians 15. Come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. If you do not know him now, bow before his authority, confess your sin, understand that the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from your sin, be saved, live eternity with God. You don't want to be in this world. When judgment starts and you will be able to see what is going to happen with these individuals. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.